Today's episode is with Christina Vieira, who really is changing the world by helping business owners find their influence. Because I spent 25 years in public relations, I think the work that Christina and her partner are doing is really important for women in small business. So make it a priority to grab yourself a glass of wine and join us. Two loveliest sounds in the world are the sounds of a cork popping and the sound of a wine bottle pouring. So today's podcast has a new friend, Christine Vieira, who has started a business called Find Your Influence. And actually, I shouldn't say started. You've been doing this for six years, haven't you? We have. Six years strong. Uh, that's amazing. And um, I want people to get an idea about who you are, Christine, before you tell us about your business. And give us an idea, the 411 on Christine, your life, your whole life, and your <laughs> career history that led up to starting Find Your Influence. Wonderful. Huh, so when should I start? Um, so my my childhood was actually pretty fun and adventurous. Uh, my family's originally from Brazil. Nice. So we moved from Sao Paulo to New Jersey every four to five years. Wow. Um, and we did that for a number of years. My dad was in sales and marketing. Um, it's where I got, you know, my first taste in, in business. I also come from a pretty entrepreneurial family. So we have a business in Brazil that's third generation, probably fourth generation now with my generation. So I grew up watching that happen. My great grandfather was involved, my grandfather, eventually our generation got involved in the family business. So that, that was really fun. And then I ended up coming out to Arizona for college. Um, and this is where I stayed. I went um, after a business marketing degree at ASU and then really just dove into, into the marketing world shortly after college. So your major was in marketing and you started this uh, digital business right out of school? <laughs> Good question. Nope. So I, um, I started working at a company called Avnet here in town. Okay. I was there for a number of years. Outside of one year in kind of an inside sales role, I quickly went into the marketing department and absolutely loved it. Got my taste in digital, you know, marketing, more of a business marketing mindset. Um, after that, I actually started at a company called LifeLock, and that's where this journey really begins. Um, so my co-founder and I, we met a week after we started. She started a week after I did. At the nice. time, it was 180 employees, very much a high-growth startup. Um, and we were there for a number of years and worked side-by-side -side together, um, had the opportunity to really try a lot of new digital marketing tactics because it was a fast-growing, fast-paced environment. We got to tag team a lot of things that we might not have done at a larger you know, organization. And both of us come from that entrepreneurial background. Yeah. And we were always talking about, oh, well, what if we started this? Or what if we could do this? Yeah. I mean, we go to lunches together. I mean, I think the very first conversation, so she started a week after I did in February of 2008. Um, and that very first day we went out to lunch and we're already talking about business and family. Um, so we quickly connected and um, probably four years into our, um, our stint at LifeLock, we started tag teaming content marketing um, and influencers and had the opportunity to start partnering with influencers to help tell the LifeLock story. 
um, get the word out there. I was at the time managing social media and affiliates. She was managing more of the paid ad side. Mm -hmm. um, and our, our worlds kind of collided for about a year and a half and two years. And we saw the impact that influencers were having. We were trying to scale our program. We had at 1.50 influencers creating content on our behalf every single month. And when we couldn't find a technology to help us scale it, her and I just sat back and we're like, oh my goodness, this is it. I think, I think we have an idea. Okay, can back up for the um, people who are listening who are still new to digital marketing. When you're talking about influencers, um, give us an idea of who you're talking about and exactly what their role looks like. Sure, good question. So um, social influencers are anyone that have a larger following on Instagram, Facebook, blog, YouTube, you name it. And they're out there creating content on a consistent basis, building their brand, building their audience. Um, and brands have the opportunity to partner with them really to connect with their target market or their audiences through an influencer that already has their trust. Okay. So people would connect with an influencer. I think my, um, my sister runs this nonprofit for, um, eliminating childhood obesity and she pairs up with moms who have significant influence in their blogs yeah. talking about nutrition and health. So an influencer would be someone with 50,000 or more contacts. What would be the sweet spot? It can be anyone from 2000 followers all the way up to the millions. It really just depends on who your target market is. Okay. What, what's the story you're trying to tell for LifeLock? What was amazing for us is that we had our core, um, target demographic, our core customers, they ended up usually being 50 and above, you know, male, head of household. And so what influencers did for us is we had the ability to reach different audiences, right? We were working with women, with moms, with female head of households, with young families, and they were able to tell this story in a very different light than what we were able to do as a brand out to the public. Right. So you had influencers who were helping to socialize what LifeLock provides. Yep. Okay. And then from the experience building that influence network, is, is that what inspired you to start Find Your Influence? It absolutely did. You're just helping First, to connect influencers with brands? Yep. Yep. So we, um, we went out right off the gate to create a, a platform, end-to-end -end platform that helps both influencers connect with brands, brands and agencies to connect with influencers, and then really track the metrics and the, and the success of the campaigns. That's a beautiful model for someone who says, well, I'm sure they're out there, but how do I find them? So you really <laughs> curate that, that source, huh? Yep. Yep. So would the brand come to you or would the influencer come to you or both? It's both. So we are, we are all things influencers. We're, we're for the influencers and the brands that they're building and the income they're able to earn from, from that side of the business. And then on the brands and agencies, we're all about connection, right? It's connecting with those influencers and connecting with the audience they're trying to reach. Right, right. Can you give me a story? I, I have so many clients that I've talked to about building um, a, a marketing strategy for their, for their new business and how they start to get the right exposure. So let's say somebody comes to you and says, have a health and nutrition business and I want to, to start to get more mobilization in uh, all channels, you know, how do you instruct them to, to kind of start down that path? Sure. So um, first and foremost, it's all about who your target market is, what, what audience are you trying to reach or connect with, um, and then honing in on those influencers that are currently connecting with that specific audience. 
Um, so you're looking, if you're a sports and nutrition company, you're looking for influencers that are currently creating content around sports and nutrition, have a following, have a dedicated, trusted following. And you can see that through their engagements. It's not, it's not just about how many people follow them. It's about how many people like and comment on their content, how many people are constantly coming back to a podcast to listen in on what they have to say. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you're connecting with those influencers that already have that brand built, they can come in and tell your story in a very different light. You know, I, I think today, especially when you look at millennials or Gen Z, they just don't have the trust in brands that maybe we had growing up. Right. And this gives that this gives the brand, especially a new business, the ability to already reach that audience a lot faster. Ah, good point. Good point. So there are different levels. I just learned that somebody was, uh, she had grown her Instagram following to over a hundred thousand and people were sending her products, asking her to oh, yeah. wear a watch. It's amazing to me, amazing. but it's out there. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. so does that really work in helping a, a company to boost their visibility to, to send watches in the mail? How does, how does this work in terms of endorsements? Um, so with, with influencers, it's like any other marketing tactic. Um, you have to connect with the right people and then you have to optimize those programs, right? Just because one influencer has a large following doesn't mean they're going to automatically help with sales. It right. needs to be that consistent content that they're creating on your behalf. They need to be connecting with their audience in the way that you need, you need to connect with, with that target market. Mm -hmm. um, and there just needs to be consistency, right? So with LifeLock, for example, they were creating evergreen content every single month for LifeLock. And they, they worked off of a top level content marketing calendar that LifeLock had as a business. And yeah. so throughout the year, they're creating content about identity theft protection, you know, during the holidays and how you need to safeguard your, your identity or during summer travel season, how do you safeguard your identity? So they're creating that content in their voice yeah. and know how, how that content resonates with their audience, but it needs to kind of follow that cadence, right? It's like optimizing any other digital marketing tactic. And I can imagine having um, people who are beneficiaries of that product telling their story is a lot more influential than the, the very well-rehearsed marketing language that it's any company's going to when done right and when when they're able to use their own voice and reach those audiences it, it, it's very effective nice well boy from a uh you know the the podcast is called women wine and leadership because we're we're also uh, we'll get to the wine in a minute but we're we're talking <laughs> about um how women are leading and um you've you've demonstrated that from both the uh uh, enroll kind of uh, leadership and developing a, a product marketing plan that's really successful, but you've also built a business now that's been running for a few years and um, in a partnership that has been sustained for those years too. So I have a couple of questions about your leadership in the company. Um, um, number one, how do you maintain your own um, life rhythms to support uh, the life of an entrepreneur. I mean, you told me about your, your early story, but how are you supporting your life now and, and keeping the energy, mental clarity, emotional resilience to, to work the business? Good question. I mean, I think we all strive for balance. There's weeks where we're better at it than, than others. Mm -hmm. um, and what I've learned is um, balance will come with time. You know, there, there's weeks, especially early on where, um, 
the the month we launched, I was actually delivering my second child. So it, I mean, talk about crazy timing. I was like, what am I thinking? What is going on here? Uh -huh. um, and you know, there were weeks where it was just absolutely crazy, but now it's finding those little moments that help bring balance um, to your life. So, you know, with my kids and my husband, they bring me a lot of perspective and clarity. And so what I try to do during the week is um, leave it a decent hour. I always get back online at night. That's just something I've gotten accustomed to. I actually work really well at night, but I can dedicate those hours to, to my kids and to, to being present for them Good. and same thing. Um, so it's finding those little things that'll, that'll really help bring balance. The other thing is we allow the team members here to work from home twice a week. Um, I have a commute of close to an hour to get to the office. And so wow. I, just that extra hour and a half, two hours that I'm not in the car gives me a lot of, a lot of balance. If I, you know, have 20 minutes, I might go and grab lunch with my kids, you know? So it's finding those little moments that, that help bring balance and clarity to your day. I love that you talk about the, the micro mo moments um, in leadership development. We talk about micro learning and I think the, the harmony that you create between work and life comes in those little segments too and being fully engaged with whoever you're with yes right in that moment we try <laughs> well you know i know it's hard i know uh, boy i i remind myself every day to take my own advice when i when i have uh, my you know one of my daughters on the phone and she's telling me about her day i have to stop multitasking and totally listen and ask questions yeah it's important um, and part of that uh, part of others in your life and in your business um, I know I've had um, teams and partners where we've had to struggle through um, how to lead well together so tell me a little bit about your leadership journey and partnership with another person and, and um, can you give me an idea of uh, how you've made that work and what advice you would give to other young partnerships yeah. um. It's always been amazing, to be completely honest. I mean, we worked, the, I think the big thing is that we worked really well together prior to starting the business. We worked side by side for six years. At one point, um, her and I were sitting right next to each other, like within two feet of each other because the business was growing that fast. Yeah. So I think, you know, that, that's important to know that you complement each other, that you can work well together because the, the stress of owning your business is like nothing yeah. you've experienced before, right? I mean, we've had to go out and raise money and, and um, hire an amazing team and all of that comes with, with its, you know, success and exciting moments, but a lot of stress as well. And so um, for us, it was always finding that, that balance and the, the compliment probably like within a year, we quickly saw where, where we naturally gravitated towards and we've stayed there since. So I naturally gravitated towards the product, the, the platform and more of like the financial analytics side. And she's very much relationships and sales and marketing. And so the two of just, we, we quickly owned what we, what we love to do. And then we started building that team to help right. complement you know, the rest of the business and the growth. Oh, that's a beautiful, uh introduction to my next question because i love the way you talk about you both ended up just taking on the responsibilities that you like to do the most and there's a whole lot of natural energy that just comes from doing what's hardwired in us yes. Yes. and it's a great partnership when you find someone who is really good at the things that you would really rather not do <laughs> so how many team members do you have and how do you keep them um fully engaged and inspired in the business are they able to just pick up what they do best 
Great question. So I think we are at 32 team members currently. Nice. Um, and we've built that slowly over time. So we're going to be in um, year, se year seven here in uh, July. Nice. And so we, what we've tried to do is really build um, team members when, when we absolutely need, you know, additional bodies or team members for a specific task or for, you know, our group. Um, the other thing is two, three years into the business, we focused on um, building that core value and the mission and the, and the vision so that we could really hire folks that that lived those core values day in and day out. It really helps um, bring a team together that's, you know, striving for the same mission, the same vision, and those same core values day in, day out. I love the conversation about values. And my coaching business, I, I help people with a value-based decision matrix so that they can always go back to why they're doing what they're doing. And it makes it easier to say yes and no to things. So um, I'm curious to know, are you willing to share your core values on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sure are. And um, I mean, I won't be able to do them verbatim, but the the core values that we really stick to are kindness and respect and accountability and team accountability. Nice. Uh, we actually did an exercise here where we brought our leadership team and really focused on mission and vision. Um, and then we actually circulated core values to the rest of our team and had everybody vote and contribute into finding what really um, resonated with them. Because I think it's not just our own personal core values, but the core values of the business. Um, so that was a really, really fun exercise. And we did that a couple of years in. Good. Yeah. So important. And it, it really helps you to know whether you're on track or not. Absolutely. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, um, the million dollar question that I love to ask, um, when you uh, had a hard work week and you're winding down on Friday, <laughs> you're enjoying, do you ever just, with 30 people, you need more than one bottle of wine, but do you ever <laughs> just enjoy um, kicking back to a glass of wine at the end of the week? What, what, what do you like to drink? Um, so my husband and I actually love we usually open a bottle of wine on a Thursday and we've done that even before kids took, you know, some time off once we had our first and then quickly started that up again. Um, and right now our favorite um, is usually cabs from Paso Robles. Uh -huh. Probably six months to a year. We've been trying a bunch of, of wines from that region. And we just absolutely love them. So our current favorite right now, which we should open today is Truth and Valor. It's nice. Been opening or we've been we've been trying it for the last couple of months, and that's been our our go-to. Nice, good. Yeah. Truth and valor. Okay, and it's a Paso Robles wine. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll look it up. I'm always adding new labels to my <laughs> wine palace on Pinterest. It's the oh, place wonderful. where I send people if you're in a wine store and you're not sure what to buy. These are um, um, podcast guest approved wines. <laughs> Oh, I'm totally going to check it out too. Definitely. I should make sure and send you a link to that when I send you the podcast. So, well, I'm inspired by you. I love what you've built. You're really helping companies to thrive. And heck, I might need to call you for my own. <laughs> I've been trying to get on other people's podcasts. So there you go. I'm going to have to ask you how to do that. Wonderful. You'd love love what you're doing. And I really, I have to applaud you as someone who worked in PR for 25 years. You're doing a great job hiring a PR firm to help get your word out there. 
they're doing a great job. So appreciate you demonstrating how it's done and how, how women can lead in business and be the boss. Appreciate it. Well, I'll be in touch. I'll send this to you when it's done, but uh, enjoy the awesomeness that you're creating in the world. I love it. Wonderful. Thank you. Take care. I hope you're enjoying the special lineup of amazing women on Women, Wine & Leadership this month. This week is all about women kicking glass in business, showing us how they're making history and inspiring us to action. If you want to take some action in your own life and you're in Denver, join us at the Women's Leadership for Life Neurosculpting class on March 7th. It's not a lot of money. For less than 50 bucks, you'll walk away with some strategies for training your brain to be the woman you want to give the world. Register at therebelbrain.com or go to the link in my show notes. I hope we see you there.